Welcome to Senior Connect, a podcast by Ogra. In this last part of our three-part series, host Andrea Parado continues to discuss the common forms of expression a person with dementia may exhibit, as well as offer some tips on how to identify the causes of those behaviors. More common forms of expression. Number 15. Active person. If an individual is active and would like to move, do not restrain the individual's movements by placing them in a wheelchair, a jerry chair, or a bed with bed rails. The individual is moving around for a reason. It is important to figure out the reason for their movement. They are either looking for something, seeking something, or in need of something. It is extremely important to figure out why they are moving. Redirecting them to a purposeful activity may help. Number 16. Tearing things apart or destroying things. This dysfunctional behavior could be sensory related. The individual may have the urge to experience all the tactile sensory functions such as touch and deep pressure. The individual could benefit from sensory integration exercises. Inspire and motivate the individual to use the sensory space if you have one. Weight-bearing, joint compression exercises, bilateral active and active resistive exercises could be beneficial. Number 17. Crawling on the floor. If an individual likes to lay on the floor or crawl on the floor, it could be due to many reasons. The individual may lack sensation in the lower limbs. The individual may lack joint sensation. The individual could be fearful of falling. The individual could have poor vision or there could be another comorbid medical condition which is compelling them to engage in a posture or a position that is safe. A thorough assessment must be completed to identify the trigger for this behavior. If the individual feels safe on the floor, the caregiver must make all efforts to keep them safe. A floor mattress and floor-level cushion fabric chairs or seating devices will ensure safety and comfort for the individual. Number 18, eating problems. Encourage some exercise. Exercise can make an individual feel hungrier. The hungrier the individual feels, the more likely they are to eat. Monitor medications. Some medications interfere with appetite. Read about the side effects of any medication that the individual is taking. Discuss with the doctor the lack of interest in eating. A medication change may be required. Make sure that the individual gets enough liquids with their food, as dry mouth may be a side effect of some medications. Make mealtimes pleasing to the individual. If the individual does not like the person who is feeding them, they may not feel like eating. Try a different caretaker for the feeding process. Make the individual's favorite food and serve food on colored tableware dishes that contrast highly with food colors. Reduce distractions in the eating area. Also, avoid foods that are too hot or too cold as they may be unpleasant to the individual. Feed small bites. Try giving the individual little spoonfuls and sing a short funny rhyme to get them to eat. Get the individual to smile so that the mouth opens and then slip a little food in their mouth. Or put a bite of food on the individual's lips so that they open their mouth wider. Provide finger foods and sippy cups as the individual may have trouble using utensils and normal cups. Monitor chewing and swallowing. Chewing and swallowing difficulties can develop as Alzheimer's progresses. If necessary, give instructions on when to chew and when to swallow. Keep the individual upright for 30 minutes after eating so that they don't choke.
pureed or soft foods. In the later stages of Alzheimer's, the individual can no longer swallow food safely and may choke on the food. Swallowing problems can lead to pneumonia as the individual may inhale food or liquid into their lungs. Begin feeding only liquids to the individual when the time is right. Number 19, loneliness. Loneliness is best treated with a caregiver that is upbeat and positive and have a good relationship with the agitated person. One-to-one -one interaction and one-to-one -one activities may alleviate feelings of loneliness. Number 20, boredom. Boredom is managed by providing stimulation with structured and unstructured activities. Sensory stimulation, such as music, aroma, and touch can be therapeutic. Boredom may lead individuals wanting to do something either productive or unproductive. Providing them with books, pamphlets to read may help with boredom. Sometimes when individuals are bored, they tend to fiddle with their own clothing or harmful materials. Providing them with articles such as aprons with buttons, threads, and sewing materials can let the individual play with these articles in lieu of their own clothing. For some, it is important to provide a meaningful activity such as folding towels or kneading dough. Ways to identify the trigger of a certain behavior. Place yourself in the individual situation and review how you would express yourself and all the possible behaviors that you may consider using to communicate. Examine their body language and think through how they might be feeling and what they might be trying to express. There is always a triggering factor for all problem behaviors. It is extremely crucial and vital to identify the triggers and cause of behaviors. After the causative factor or the trigger is identified, the guidelines listed may help in the order it is listed. All the non-pharmacological behavior management approaches must be executed immediately as soon as the behavior is observed. This is done to eliminate minimize or prevent the dysfunctional behavior from occurring again. If the non-pharmacological behavior management doesn't yield the desired outcome, seek a geriatric or neuropsychiatric consult. If the caregivers are unable to manage the individual's dysfunctional behavior under the supervision of a physician or psychiatrist, arrangements must be made to transfer the individual to a medical facility to manage their behavior. The dysfunctional behaviors could be because of degradation of different parts of the brain causing the aberrant behavior. Sometimes the dysfunctional behaviors can be only managed by pharmacological intervention. If the individual's behaviors become a risk and compromises the safety of self and others, the physician must be contacted immediately for guidance, direction, and recommendation. Use of psychotropic drugs should be used as a last resort to manage dysfunctional expressions. Transferring the individual to a medical behavior management facility also must be used as the last option. Displacing an individual with Alzheimer's disease could be detrimental to their health and the disease process. We believe as caregivers, it is our moral and ethical responsibility and duty to ensure that the individual with Alzheimer's disease is extended an opportunity to live and lead a life that is fulfilling and filled with self-dignity. Thank you for listening. Be sure to visit us at www.okra.com for more great content.